Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. I mean, you know, we talk about health and wellness here. No nonsense, common sense, holistic health and wellness. Mm. I guess for episode 100, we're going to have to do it big. I do have some guests lined up. No, for real this time. I do. I do. I do. I do. I I got some heavy hitters, you know. The people, going to the people to see who is really doing this thing. Who is really healing from illnesses and diseases? I'm talking about the things the doctor said are incurable. I don't want you to take my word for it anymore. I also, man, I'm going to have the doctor on. It's not even confirmed, but I'm just speaking into existence. The MD. Because, you know, I know that's important to y'all. Y'all want to hear what the white folks got to say. You know, the white coats. I know subconsciously that ranks higher than, you know, little old Rook telling you whatever. So, that's the plan. Anyway, what's going on, good people? What's going on in the streets? I mean, other than y'all being emotionally spent... Yet again, by name calling, Whew. I'm gonna need some strength for this episode because, woo, y'all work my nerves for real. That's what this episode is about. Real talk. I mean, real talk because I think about the examples that we are setting. Okay. But I also think about the example my parents set for me. (laughs) I have a habit of saying I didn't have the best examples of what to do, but I damn sure had the best examples of what not to do. And that's just the topic, man. This is the topic where... (sighs) How we stop the cycle? How do we really break the chain? How do we help our children not be the sick and weak punk asses that we are? Let's just call it for what it is. We solve. And I want to tell the older generation, right? All of you who want to complain about the younger generation, it usually starts at about 40. 50 60 definitely like y'all got all of the two cents of what's wrong with the world and what's wrong with the youth and what's wrong with the young adults nigga we came after you who do you think was leading the charge so let's not act like you don't you don't have no role in this that's for y'all but those of us now okay 
who will in a you know 10 20 30 years depending on how old you are that will be in that category what example are we setting i'm talking mind body and spirit one we already know the legacy that we're leaving current day just present day all right i'm not saying you know what we're gonna do when we change whatever i'm talking about right now look around in your families look around in your community look whatever it is that you hang out whether you on a you got a little bowling group a book club whether you go to bible study whatever it is that you do i want you to look around Look around and see what those people look like. I want you to look around. I want you to have conversations and see what is in the circle of, the circle of, you know, day-to-day talk, day-to-day, week-to-week talk. And I can guarantee you it's the doctor. It's taking a pill. It's I got to go get surgery. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. This is happening. Dr. Mark Hyman, um, I think he's the, um, damn, what is that book he read? My mind just went blank. I've read it. Anyway, look him up. He's a, I think he calls himself like a functional, you know, integrative type doctor. Anyway, what was the point that I was trying to make here? Oh, he posted a stat today which was for African-Americans, look at this statistic, and you got, you got the examples right around you. You, you. you really don't, I mean, we can pull it if you want to go exactly to the website and see exactly how they got to that number or whatever, but you don't need that. All you need is to open your eyeballs. The stat was 80%. African-Americans are 80, 80, y'all. 80% more likely to be diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Over four times as likely to have kidney failure. And 3.5 times as likely to suffer some sort of amputations than whites. And you know what was trending last night or yesterday at some point? I don't even know what it was about. I mean, I know it was a special or something that was on television. And it was hashtag everyday racism. And I know, I know, I know what my my weak-minded victim people going to say. Well, Rook, that's why. It's the racism. You don't understand. That's why we so sick. No, nigga, I don't. I don't. What I understand is that you have power you haven't recognized that power and you have relinquished that power and now it's just a lot more convenient to ride the bandwagon that has been laid before you that it is everything other than you you can't win that way and this is the poison this is what we're doing this is the example that we're setting for children when you get into this mindset where you can only see what can't be done, you can only see the reasons why I can't be healthy. There ain't no food around me, right? Um, um, what, what, what are the common excuses? Uh, I don't have no insurance. Um, the list goes on. But once you get into that cycle, 
that your perspective now is only honed in to, again, what I can't do and why I can't do it. You're setting yourself up for failure. And this, our children are watching. Our children are watching. And the reason we say this now is we got this shit from the our ancestors, the people who came before us. Whether it's our grandma, bless her, we love her. Whether it's our mama, bless her, we love her. Our aunts, our uncles, whoever. And all we're doing is continuing to pass this BS down. So on one front, we got a health that is gone to the shits. Overweight. Everybody overweight. And it's supposed to be okay. We don't we don't know how to we, we we don't either know how to fix it or it has become too complicated or uncomfortable to address it. So we just normalize it because it makes us feel better. So our bodies are out of whack. And when body is out of whack, you can guarantee, you can guarantee, my friend, the mind is out of whack. So all of your piss poor habits, when it comes to not taking care of your body, that's what your children are seeing. All of your piss poor thinking, right? Your piss poor responding, that's what your children are watching. That's what your children are watching. That's what they're going to remember. You show them. Let me tell you something. We don't realize it. We mean well, right? I know we mean well, but you don't understand programming. And what you do to a child when you begin to tell them that no matter what you do, you'll always be second class. No matter how hard you work, you're going to have to work 10 times harder just because of the color of your skin. Hey, when you see that guy in a uniform, be afraid because he could kill you. You don't understand the programming that you are doing and you are contributing to the energy that is powering this world that you say you don't like. How do we help our children not be the sick and weak punk asses that we are? We are. We marshmallow soft. I don't give a damn who call nobody no nigga. White, black, green, whatever. I don't give a damn who call nobody no monkey or no ape. Do you know how weak you got to be for that shit to still matter to you? That is so elementary. I just gave you a quote that 80% of African Americans are more likely to be diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. That's the gateway. That gateway illness leads to, opens the door to stroke, to Alzheimer's, to cancer. And you want me to give a damn about somebody calling a name? How old are we? This shit is pathetic. Well, what you think about? I think that you wasted my time even posing that question. Damn, didn't we learn sticks and stones in elementary school? Know thyself. It ain't what you call, it's what you respond to. And I'm telling you, the way we respond, yeah, you are a nigga. With an E-R. Yeah, you are a monkey and a damn ape. That's what you answer to. 
Let me tell you something. Anytime somebody can call you a name and bring you to your knees, you are weak as look. <sighs> I get it. Because, you know, many of us have all been there, myself included. But you got to use these moments as a gauge to keep yourself in check. Anytime somebody can verbally say things to you, I'm talking about people you don't even know. Like you seeing stuff that somebody done said, somebody done posted on, online, and they got you spent emotionally. You have lost in that moment. You have relinquished all of your power, and that's what your children are seeing. That's what our children are seeing. You have the other side where there's a group of people who believe that they are better, and they are because they believe it. Wait, 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 what you trying to say? I'm saying what I just said. Power of the mind as a man thinketh, so is he. And that's why they breed children who believe the same thing. They're in a frequency of power. They're in a frequency of energy. Listen, damn it. I know y'all mad at Kanye for what he said. That's cool. But see... Before before you waste your time being emotional, you should that, that's the test you I'm telling you, if you would just take this and apply this to your life, just just test it out for the rest of the year and be and start to watch yourself, how you respond. So you can you can always gauge how much you care about something based on your response. We say we don't care. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. But the moment something comes up. Oh, you an emotional, um, you have an emotional breakdown. Nigga, you do care. You do care. I remember, I remember a good friend of mine told me that a while ago. It was a male friend. And it was in an old, old situation that I was in. And I didn't want to talk about the other person. Like, when he brought it up, I didn't want to talk about it. He was like, oh, you ain't, you ain't over it yet. I'm like, no, I am. Okay, I'm over it. He was like, let me tell you something. When you over it, you ain't got no problem talking about it. You wouldn't be all in your emotions right now. And it pissed me off at the time. But it was true. He was right. He was right. The whole point of this health and wellness game, the whole point, right? I'm saying we want to get our bodies together. We want to get our mind together. We want to look good. We want to feel good. Yes. But the whole point of this game is to master self. It is, it is the self-awareness that we're after. Right. We trying to get back in tune with 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 ourselves. Right. We've moved away and now someone else is dangling us. They have us by the string. And that's problematic. You must know yourself so you can observe yourself and then ultimately master yourself so that you will no longer allow yourself to be an emotional pawn in another man's game. That is the legacy we got to leave. That's the example we got to leave. Let me tell you something. Let me share something a little bit about, about myself. I used to think that I was bad. I mean, I, I thought I was a badass. I ain't going to lie. But I was nothing but a little punk ass. Punk ass bitch, really, to be honest. Just, just straight up. I really believed that... I was just hardcore. I just don't know why, but I did. And it was a fake belief, though. It was some surface-level belief. 
Because I know you're like, well, Rook, I thought you said as a man thinking, so is he. But see, when we say thinking, there's a connection. There's an emotional connection to that thinking. You can think things on a surface level, but vibrationally, you're sending out another signal. All right? And vibrations don't lie. That's what all of everything responds to, whether you want to call it the universe, God, whatever. And I was trying, I didn't know. I know now, you know, hindsight, that it didn't matter what I said. My daughter was watching. First of all, she could feel and read my energy. I didn't know anything about no energy and stuff, you know. When I was raised, you know, my daughter was coming up. I didn't. I was all in the church, and, you know, that was like, that's you going over into some witchcraft. Ooh, what, that, don't, that don't sound, that don't sound babbly. So, no. Anyway, so I was weak, and I was so freely giving away my power and my energy. And she picked up on that. And now here we are years later. I see the error in my ways and it's not that easy to reverse. Now it really ain't my job. I, well, I got to respect her as a divine being just like I am. And I got to understand she's on her own journey. She's on her own path that she is an active participant and an active creator in her process as well. But when I look back, I see the difference between then and now, right? She is able to now feel me. She is able to now see me in a different way. And it has nothing to do with me preaching. I'm doing less preaching now than I was doing before. Because it ain't the preaching. It's the doing. They're watching and they're feeling us. And they're falling in line with that. They're becoming in alignment with that. And when we are in, when we are out of alignment and they follow suit, this is what we see. This is what we see going on. <sighs> Bitch assness. That's what we see. This is a losing recipe, people. I mean, again, we're talking sick body and sick mind. Oh my God. You are useless. Useless. You can you can parade all you want. You can protest. You can go and, and vote and actually get some people in there that you like. And they may do one or two things that you like. But you are useless. And the only people who don't know that you're useless is you. The people using you know that you're useless to yourself. And they use some use to them. That's the game is a game of energy where attention goes energy flows so i don't want to hear nothing i don't care what nobody's saying about no name calling i'm trying to tell you that i don't want to say many some of you next year this time if you continue on the path that you're on it's not gonna be good and that's if you still sit, still here to see it. It's not going to be good. Because you, you can't beat the body up in every angle without any relief. You can't mentally be all over the place, right? And mentally beat yourself up. And mentally, right, 
throw yourself in a tailspin. You can't do that as well as being spiritually out of tune, as well as just eating yourself to death. And it's a recipe for disaster. And I am trying to challenge us, challenge, challenge us to see the error in our ways, to see how whatever it is that we want to complain about, about people who are younger than us, we're leading the way. I don't care if you're 25 and you complaining about people, kids who are 15. You, 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 you ahead of them. You are leading the way. And collectively, there's a mass consciousness where we're all connected now. Now, depending on how deep you get in your spiritual game, you learn how to elevate beyond certain things. But we all connected. So we all have a role in this thing. And I just can't get down. You, it ain't nothing you're going to tell me that's going to have me entertaining how bad the world is. I, I don't have no more time for that. I used to do that. And you wonder why you sick. Don't you know sickness and disease is stagnant energy in the body? When you look at energetic alternative methods, right, whether it's Reiki practice, whether it's acupuncture, they're dealing with energy. There's stagnant energy in the body. Now, whether or not you can see what you're doing when you jump on these bandwagons to be angry, to hate, and to be frustrated all the time, there are things that you are doing. Every disease and illness has a metal, metaphysical connection. Meaning, whatever you see in the physical has to be created in the non-physical first. That's just the way it works. Well, Rook, why would I create a disease? <sighs> see, you're thinking like a human it's not about you consciously, no, stupid. No, no, you didn't You didn't sit down and pray, dear Lord, I just want to invite some cancer in my life. I just told you this is a game of energy. Vibrationally, you invite those things in. That's what I'm telling you. How do we help our children not be the sick and weak? punk asses that we are that's the question and I will tell you again using myself as an example because I can see it was funny somebody tried to um you know somebody I was having a real conversation with and I was holding them accountable on some things and they tried to throw you know some of my um um things that I even expressed where I feel like as a parent I kind of got off track, right? And they try to throw it back as like a jab. And I'm like, let me tell you something. You should have caught me like five years ago. It ain't a damn thing that you can throw in my face about me. Don't nobody know me better than I know me. Like, you're still on that. You can be shamed because you have shame within. You shame yourself. It ain't shit you can do to shame me. Why? What? And if you are going to shame me, damn it, I'm going to use it to my advantage. I'm going to use it to get better. If I was going to be shamed, I ain't, I ain't, we ain't going to waste no damn shame. <laughs> Y'all getting shamed and feeling sorry for yourself, making excuses. 
But anyway, we was having a conversation. And I was just saying where I felt like the problem early on that my mother used to say this terrible, terrible line. You don't do what I do. You do what I say. What? Yeah, I smoke, but you don't do what I do. You do what I say. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't say it in that way, and I certainly didn't intend it that way, but essentially what I was doing was I was trying to approach parenting from a place of this is this is what I need, this is what you're supposed to do as a kid. This is how you fall in line. The problem with my approach was I had not become what it was that I was trying to hold her accountable to becoming. That's a problem. See, if you want to hold your kids accountable, if you want to instill greatness in them, guess where you got to start first? Ding, ding, ding. And you don't even have to be a parent. I mean, if, you, if you're connected to, to young people, whether you're mentoring, you have sisters, brothers, you know, cousins, whatever, doesn't matter. Same thing applies. You must be. You must be. I remember young and dumb rook. I'm going to save the world and I'm going to go. I had a great opportunity, right? And I didn't want to work there. I remember I had an opportunity to work with some kids and they were some rich kids and I didn't want to work with them. I was like, no, I'm, I'm here to save, you know, the un, um, underprivileged and the at risk and yada. But I could have used that, right? And that could have trickled over to something else that would have allowed me to spin back around The point of what I'm saying to you is you cannot save the world until you save yourself. You cannot help your children until you first help yourself. That means health-wise, how the hell, and I'm I'm dealing with a real-life example of this, somebody who is unhealthy and overweight as hell, who is trying to hold their high school student accountable. Like, in holding them responsible for eating better and living a better lifestyle, have you lost your effing mind? Have you really lost your mind? Like, you're overweight. You don't eat healthy. You don't even buy healthy most of the time. And you're actually going to put that on a kid? And what we do on an emotional level and on a mental level, this is what leaves us effed up. This is why we got all these angry-ass people, angry-ass men and angry-ass women that are still dealing with childhood trauma. You must be. You must be it first. You want to learn how to deal with that? You, you want to teach your child how to learn how to deal with adversity? You must do it first. And we actually telling our kids when it, oh well, uh, some of us, I think. You go to school, you can't worry about what people say. You tell your child that, but you don't even you don't even follow that yourself. Like, let me tell you something. I put you in a special category. If all I gotta do is call you a name, then you can't even be on my team. I need you, I, I, I need you to log off social media. I need you to go in quarantine. I need you to get your mental weight up and then you come back. I I, I you cannot be on my team with that. Cause I don't have time to deal with emotional ass people who still at level one. Well, somebody said a bad word to me. Listen, white folks got y'all figured out. You can call them what you want. You can call it white supremacy. You can call it a residue. 
of slavery, post-traumatic syndrome. You can call it whatever you want, but it, how much longer are we going to talk about the, the root of it or, or where it stems from? At what point? I hear you magical. I hear you got King Jesus on your side. I hear you are the original people. I hear you were here first. I hear all these great things. With all that being true, you mean to tell me you can't move the needle no more than you moving it? This shit don't make no sense. You mean to tell me that you can't rise above? You mean to, wait, that stopped the damn press. You mean to tell me that white supremacy got, listen, got you by your neck so much so that you just dunt this other, <sighs> another person or, or a system that you say another person put in place has just you you just be. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. And y'all be religious people. Damn, your God ain't worth a damn. Like, what, what, what's the point? If you can't override any of this, if don't none of your beliefs help cushion you, right, or insulate you from the world, I don't understand what's the point. And every week, every week, this is this is what kids our kids are seeing and hearing. They see us on social media. They see us in at our house, around other people, at events. And this is what we're putting out. So everybody don't want to walk around and talk about how bad the world is. I just don't know what's going on. Nigga, you help create it. Congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back, you old creator, you. Yeah. <laughs> you created this, baby. We all did. Cheers. Now what? Now what? What you gonna do now? Keep complaining? You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed that don't you tell another child, don't you tell another doggone child that they just stuck. I mean, think about what would happen if you would just give these kids the other picture. Well, we gotta let them know the reality. No, nigga, that's your reality. And obviously your reality ain't been serving you that well because you sick. Your body falling apart. You got damn tum tumors. Your penis won't get up. Your vagina dry. Your hair falling out. Your hair graying. You depressed. You ready to jump off a bridge. Obviously your reality ain't, ain't serving you too well. So how about this? Let's tell the kids somebody else's reality. Let, let, let's, let's play make-believe. Let them believe in another reality other than yours. And let's see, let them take it from there. Let them figure out. They, they, they good. They smart. These kids are smart. They figure it out. You ain't serving your people by feeding them defeat. You ain't serving your people by feeding them poverty. You ain't serving your people by telling them being sick is okay. We just normalize it. We just get more people on board, get more celebrities to say it's okay. Hey, you got depression. I got depression. We all got depression. Depression just happens. No, nigga, let's get rid of it. Let's see what's really going on. Let's activate our power for real. Let's tap into this magic for real. And if you, you know, if you want a God thing, then use it to your advantage. I don't care what you believe in. You can go outside and pick a flower and you give your everything to that flower. And you give that flower power and you pray to that sucker. And if that sucker starts serving you, then by God, that's what I want you. I'm, I Y'all think I'm being crazy or I'm being funny, but I'm serious. 
I'm being serious. You can think that's some tomfoolery, but look at what you're doing now. Look at what you believe in now. Look at what you're worshiping now. Is it helping you? Is it helping you? Now, I, I can't I can't say if it's if it's that thing or if it's you. I don't know. You, you got to tell me. But what I am saying is that our kids are watching. The youth are watching. And the movement seems to be, because of course we know what we see portrayed on social media is but a small portion of the real world. Let's not forget I mean, we talk about it in regard to the news being skewed, but even what you see on social media is but a small fraction of the real reality. Let's be clear. However, our children are watching. And how do we help? How do we help our children not be sick and weak punk asses that we are? The book stops here. Hey, maybe it ain't fair. Maybe we shouldn't have to. Maybe those before us, maybe in a wonderful world, we could rewind back a thousand years and it all have been, yeah, maybe yada, yada, woulda, coulda, shoulda. This is where we are now. What role do you play in pushing this thing forward? You want to stop the cycle? Then you got to stop it. I told my daughter, a lot of what I'm learning now, I should have learned as a child. But I didn't. What, I'm going to cry about it? What, I'm going to write 50,000 damn think pieces and then join you and let's have one big conference call and let's all be sad together and we talk about how it ain't fair? No. No. I had to learn. I had to learn how to eat better. I had to learn how to think better. I had to learn how to break mental chains. I had to learn how to think like a success. I had to learn how to desire, that it was okay to desire more. It's okay to desire abundance. That poverty ain't righteous. You know how difficult? <laughs> mental chains, man. That's what we are creating and passing down without even knowing it. And those mental chains affect every part of our life. It affects our health. It affects our wealth. It affects our wellness, our well-being, our quality of life. It's all connected. And one of my last tweets today, and I mean this, there's a standard that's being set in my life. And you are not allowed to be connected to me and be cool with being a weak link. We got enough of that. All right? Every day, in every way, we get better and better. One of my favorite affirmations. Every day, in every way, I get better and better. See what happens you start saying it every day. Every day, in every way, I get better and better. Mind, body, and spirit. And if you can't dig that and you can't relate with that and that don't resonate with you, then get the hell on. It is so many pity parties ready to embrace you. There are so many, you know, fake-ass blue check accounts and, 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 and social media, celebrity, you know, politics. So many things that you can follow and people that you can follow that can make you feel better about being a loser. But be clear. 
Project Rook ain't one of them. So, it's time to ante up. It's time to ante up. The kids are watching, for God's sakes. That's all I got, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.